6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. But right now, boy, oh boy, this is something that we have been talking about for a while now, isn't it? The inflation rate, yes, it hit 6.7% in March. It is the fastest year-over-year increase in more than 31 years. That's what they're saying today. Higher prices at the pumps are getting a lot of the blame, soaring almost 40% last month. And it comes no surprise that grocery store prices are also rising. You know that firsthand. Your wallet knows that firsthand. How bad has it been at the grocery store? Well, the prices there up 8.7% year over year, climbing at the fastest annual rate since March 2009. Cereal prices are rising super fast, in big part because of Russia's war in Ukraine. Dairy and egg prices recorded their largest annual increase since February of 1983. We know energy prices, as I mentioned, through the roof and we've been talking a lot about housing lately on the show homeowner replacement costs which include prices for new homes rose 12.9 percent year over year so what happens next what does this mean for you thrilled to welcome the chief economist for the canadian chamber of commerce stephen tap to the show stephen welcome to 6 30 chet in edmonton well thank you so much for having me a pleasure to be on the program today is, is your wallet feeling a little lighter these days like the rest well, of us <laughs> well it's funny you said you were talking about in, inflation increases this is the most uh demand we have for uh, media discussion of inflation in, in quite a while but it's been at least the last year as you talked about where i would say pretty much every month the numbers come out and i mean consumers are aware of this they know this they're paying this at the pump uh, they're seeing this in, in housing prices. You know, they're experiencing this uh, at the at the grocery store as well. But this 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 number this month uh, in March, coming at six point seven percent, was really well above uh, what what market uh, forces were expecting, what the Bank of Canada was expecting, and so. I would say it's a, another big upside shock on um, the inflation data side today. You have said uh, in, a, in a comment earlier, I think it was on Twitter or actually it was in the paper that you wrote uh, in the notes on uh, your reaction to this news today that the Bank of Canada, quote, has a real problem on its hand. There's little doubt that another 50 basis point hike is needed in June. Uh, the main outstanding question is how high will the bank need to raise rates to control inflation? Let's get into that. I mean, what does the Bank of Canada do here and, and what does that look like over the next few months yeah well it, it looks as though uh looking at the inflation prints every every month a kind of similar reaction of, of oh no uh things are a little bit higher things are a little bit worse uh than than the bank canada was hoping for than people had expected the situation you know people thought things might turn a corner uh towards the end of last year when we had a little bit of improvements uh, with some reopenings and, and normalization of the economy. And then uh, as, as Russia invaded the Ukraine, that really set back the global economy and, and the supply chain problems we're having, those were made worse. Um, you know, wheat and corn and other prices for energy and things have, have gone through the roof. So uh, it's, it's definitely a situation where inflation's a lot higher than the Bank of Canada wants it to be. It's probably a lot higher than most consumers want it to be. And certainly for businesses, one of the top things that, that we hear in terms of what are the obstacles to, you know, for your company, uh, rising input costs is, mm-hmm. is the number one thing that we're hearing. So, so yeah, the, the bank, in terms of what I said, the bank has a problem on their hands. The, the bank, uh, I think, knew they had a problem. But in, in terms of today, the problem has just become a little bit clearer, a little bit bigger and, and pretty stark for them right now. Stephen Tapp joining me this afternoon, the chief economist with the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. Um, it seems this time last 
last year, or at least over the past 18 months, Stephen, the, the, one of the big things that we were talking about when it came to inflation was was groceries. It seemed to be like a, a one item or maybe a couple item inflation issue, but now it seems to be everything inflation. Am I right in, in summing it up that way? And when did that happen? Uh, we, well, everything inflation, everything inflation is close <laughs> in terms of the uh, price increases. You're right on food. Before, when you look back, it, it meat prices uh, spiked earlier. Uh, now we're seeing, as I mentioned, uh, wheat and and uh, in the Ukraine and, and Russia are big big producers of corn and wheat. So those prices are being kind of moved around the world and increasing there. Uh, but yeah, not, not just meat, fruit and vegetables. Uh, again, as, as anybody knows who's out shopping for their groceries, uh, they're seeing that their bills is going up. So. Uh, the food food prices are high. Uh, you mentioned shelter before, like uh-huh. a, that's that's the homeowner's um, replacement cost, as as StatsCan measures that. But uh, housing prices have have increased quite a lot uh, throughout the pandemic across the country, and so housing housing prices are feeding into inflation. Uh, on the energy side, I think that's probably clear. I mean, in general, that's actually a positive for, for Alberta's economy. Anyway, sure. when we have higher energy prices, that's that's going to mean more revenues for people that are selling and, and exporting energy. So that's that's a, a good thing. Um, but for those that are you know filling up at the pump, they're definitely they're definitely looking down and see that they're getting getting less and, and spending more. Well, Stephen, is is there um, if you were to take out kind of some of those volatile. Uh, goods, maybe let's say energy. I'm going to put energy in there because it's gone up and down quite a bit over the yeah. last little while. And if you take a look at the at the core, um, at 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 the, at the, at the items that make up the core inflation rate, take out the volatile items. Is it still just as bad? Yeah, that, so that's exactly what the Bank of Canada has devised a variety of statistical measures that they work with StatsCan to produce. And there's three different measures that they call quote as you said, it's called core inflation. And so the whole purpose of core inflation is that we want to get rid of things so we know energy prices are going to move around quite a lot. Uh, taxes or, you know, things that come that come on and off that are one-offs, you want to ignore those. But the core inflation measures that the, the bank tracks, there's three different measures of those. And, uh, you know, normally people look at headline inflation, they, they deal with headline inflation, but the core inflation is what you want to focus on. And all three of those measures went up uh, this, this month, and they've been on that upward trajectory. If you look at some of the charts that we have and others that, uh, so basically what that's telling you is that, is that it's not just energy. You can't just, mm-hmm. you know, wave a hand and say it's only coming from this price or, or this, this good and service. Uh, it, it's certainly broadening price pressures and core inflation measures are, are on the way up, just like headline inflation. So let's go back to what the bank will need to do to uh, control inflation. Where do you see this going over the next few months? Yeah, as, as the bank, uh, as I mentioned, the, the bank's in a pickle. The bank's got a bit, of, a bit of a problem here right now. As inflation rates are, are going up, uh, they're they're trailing behind, and, and some in monetary policy world call that like they're behind the curve now. So what they need to do is try to raise interest rates to try to slow down, uh, you know, those those dollars chasing those goods and services. So what that's going to do will mean we're going to have higher interest rates. So for people in terms of mortgage payments, uh, that if you're in a variable world, that's going to mean uh, higher uh, higher costs on, on interest. Um, the, the bank basically moved by, by half a percentage point uh, last week when they made their, their most recent announcement. Their upcoming announcement um, is coming on June 1st, mm. and they're currently at 1%. People are expecting them to, to jump another 50 basis points again, so get us up to 1.5%. And like I said in my commentary that you mentioned, yeah. really the, the question isn't, you know, is the bank going to increase by, you know, half a percentage point coming up in a few weeks? It's, it's when will the bank stop 
raising rates and when will inflation come under control so they can sort of normalize things. Stephen, and, and, you know, as, as certainly as the chief economist for the Canadian Chamber of Commerce, um, you know, and, and representing the, the the business community, the chamber representing the business community across, um, you know, in part across across the country. I mean, this this impacts this rising inflation. It's impacting us all, but certainly business as well. And then I wonder, as inflation continues to go up, um, and 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 workers' wages kind of stay stalled, how does that? Uh, buffer out how does that fix because there's going to be a lot of workers out there right now that the cost of living isn't matching the inflation at all you're right and so that so that's what uh, really sort of the second round inflation could be and what people call wage push inflation so what you're seeing now is if, if you're going to negotiate with your boss or your employer and you're saying well look inflation is running at six percent or so and last year i only got an increase of you know, nothing or two percent or something that the idea going forward workers are going to ask for for bigger increases uh you know the unemployment rate in canada right now is as low as it's ever been since the labor force survey started to, to do monthly surveys in 76 so it's hard to recruit workers uh and workers you're right have have not felt uh compensated in terms of the pandemic movements and prices and so that that's really the the challenge the bank has is that wage pressures are always kind of backward looking and people, you know, trying to, to catch up in terms of the inflation that they've dealt with. And so what that's going to do is probably keep more momentum in that system and, and keep inflation running above above trend for a while. Before, but that's the that's the challenge there for business too. You know, recruiting and, and employment input costs are, are big on that list. Before I let you go, there was uh, some articles that I was reading this morning and uh, some economists being quoted suggesting, um, you know, doing the whole looking in the crystal ball, Stephen, <laughs> um, and suggesting that, you know, a year from now, a year and a half from now, Canada could be heading back towards a, a recession. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, that, that's what people are looking at, and there's different ways. You know, often you know economists have, have been uh, have been told that they've you know forecast ten of the last five recessions, or you know name it. That there's always somebody out there who's gonna who's gonna put their hand up and say that you know the end is coming and, and doom is there. But if you think about the the ways in which a recession could happen, right now uh, inflation is very high. People know inflation's high, as you mentioned. You know, labor markets are tight. Supply chains are, are having some disruptions. Um, the, the United States is in a similar position where inflation is running even higher south of the border. So uh, the Federal Reserve, which is their central bank, they're going to be raising interest rates. It certainly is conceivable you know, that we could have a slowdown because financial conditions start to get tighter. There's less, less lending and borrowing from banks. And so uh, that's what economists are starting to look at. There's different indicators that, that people follow. I don't think we're anywhere in in that camp right now in terms of you know calling for there to be a recession, but certainly uh, what the Bank of Canada and other central banks will need to do is, is at least slow the rate of growth a little bit because we need to uh, to slow overall inflation and, and keep things back under control. Right now, the economy is growing a little bit faster, a little bit hotter. Uh, than it can keep pace with. So. Stephen, I have to tell you, uh, the the economy, um, GDP ratios, all of that sort of stuff, nothing really that ever really excited me <laughs> in the past. But, but inflation, people people get worked but, up. But I'm telling you, do. people get worked up more about GDP and people don't care. But, you know, uh, inflation is something that everybody, I mean, everybody goes out there, they spend money, they look, and they, they look at their receipts and they Absolutely. see, like, what's going on. So, yeah. Absolutely. I was just saying, all of a sudden, I'm a super, a super excited not excited about it, but interest, 
uh, interested in it. So exciting times in your world as well right now for what you do as far as, well, maybe not exciting, but very interesting, keeping you busy. Well, I, I never expected that I would see inflation in Canada at 6.7%. I worked at the Bank Canada 20 years ago, and I, I know I know how nervous they must be now to see inflation at this level. So, you know, every time we're doing our, our data write-ups and our monitoring, we're, we're looking and going, well, is it, again, is, it, is this like, I, I think right now we're at March data right now because mm. they passed. It's mm-hmm. possible that, that could be the highest reading that we're going to have. Uh, it's, it's the highest reading we've had in 30 years. So uh, it's possible things can turn a corner and start coming down. But, it, yeah, I mean, again, we've been surprised month after month. So who knows what April's going to bring. Well, Stephen, I sure have enjoyed our conversation this afternoon. Let's do it again sometime. Thank you for this. For sure. Well, thanks thanks for having me, and I hope the snow goes away and uh, the Oilers win. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Stephen Tapp joining me this afternoon, the Chief Economist with the Canadian Chamber of Commerce.